Hey, TJ, what are you doing? Well, Wesley, we're talking about dirty jobs this week, so I've got Jeremy scrubbing out our chicken coop. You know, TJ, we're talking about menial jobs that maybe no one else wants to do, not necessarily dirty jobs. So I shouldn't ask Jeremy to clean out the stables next? I don't know what's more amazing, the fact that Jeremy is doing all this or the fact that he doesn't even realize that you don't even have chickens or horses. Wait, what? Making connections. Affecting the culture. Just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. You know, Wesley, every once in a while there's a show that comes on TV and I love watching it. And whenever it goes off the air, I kind of feel like a little piece of me dies <laughs> on the inside. And uh, one of those shows that, that happened, uh, that went off the air a couple of years ago, was Mike Rowe's Dirty Jobs. Did you ever watch that? I did, yeah. I had to watch that at Mississippi State when I graduated from business uh, general business school there. We went through it, and I just want to I just want to yeah. make a comment on this that at Mississippi State you watch TV for a degree. <laughs> that that makes a lot of you sense. You just called me out on so, it. <laughs> no, so. that was definitely part of the class though. We watched Dirty Jobs, and of course we uh, got to see different different jobs jobs that you and I would probably think were like. This is crazy, but then other people, it was part of their occupation, and, I know, they, and they enjoyed they it. make a career out of it. Yeah. I saw one episode where there was a guy that um, he, he had to go out in this really special swamp, and then he got a bucket of mud, brought it back to his house, and then rubbed the mud on baseballs and mm. gave them to Major League Baseball teams. Like, yeah. Because apparently it had something to do with the pitchers right. and the hitters and all this kind of stuff. It was this ridiculous thing, but I'm like, man, this dude makes a job yeah. Yeah. on rubbing baseballs with wet dirt yep that's right <laughs> and i've seen i've seen that episode too but that's just uh it's just amazing uh the jobs that are out there and i just wonder if our listening audience if the millennials if they would do that you oh, know what i mean that's oh a, trust me if they could make you know thousands of dollars a year on okay. rubbing dirt on baseballs i got a feeling they would okay, uh, okay. i would in a heartbeat but you know what here's the thing i do have a question for our listeners what is the weirdest job that you've ever done uh, I would love to hear that. You can let us know at engagefaq at afa.net. Engagefaq at afa.net. What is the weirdest job you've ever done? And, Wesley, today we are talking about jobs. And we're going to be talking about uh, there's this reputation that our generation has uh, for being entitled right. and lazy and not wanting to do jobs that's beneath us. And maybe maybe some of that is earned. Yeah, okay. say, a reputation most often is, is earned. Right, but <laughs> research is coming out, and this is really interesting. I found an article uh, on lifehack.com uh, that talks about like eight different things, uh, eight new ways that millennials are looking at work and things that we need to consider. It's a fascinating article, but I do just want to go through because I want to see, Wesley, if you can relate to some of these and also to our um to our listeners, see if they'll relate. Uh, so number one is they no longer valued the traditional workplace rules. So in it being on time, uh, dress yes. rules, those different kinds of things. And you and I don't wear suit and ties. Right. Right. We are on no, time. We are that. on time. And we do wear khakis. I mean, there right. are well, some standards. Business casual. Here. Right, business. Um, so I, I know for you and I, you know, if you're saying, well, you have to wear a suit, that's not really us. But we do like our khakis and polos. Um, they believe in a life not a work-life balance. I can't really say that. No. I, I manage to engage. I, I am constantly, constantly working. Um, they don't want to be just another cog in the wheel. I do believe in that. I think we can all make a difference. So um, this explains the millennials and going to church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, here's the, This is what I thought was really, really interesting. They are used to being flexible and doing things on the go. Hmm. So they kind of, in our generation, we say, well, we, I can work anywhere. Because as long as I have my cell phone, a tablet, a laptop, and Wi-Fi, 
I can do anything that I can do in my office. And so wanting a little flexibility, um, you know, is part of that. And then the big thing um, that I learned from this article is they want to learn from experience. So give millennials kind of autonomy, let them experiment with stuff. Uh, do you find that true in, in your experience? Yes, I do. I find that very true. And that, you know, you think about the experience part, you know, um, a lot of our generation has grown up without a father figure, so to speak. And so they're looking for, in a job, they're really looking for someone who's willing to mentor them, come alongside them, and help disciple them in the process. But, you know, also, though, thinking about jobs, uh, we got to remember, though, that we've all got to start somewhere, you know, Mm -hmm. and and everything's a season in life. And there's be a lot of jobs, uh, or maybe many or a few jobs that, um, you do that's uh, a season in life that's temporary that's that's transitioning to the next stage of life and we need to remember those that it's not all about starting off i mean i have a friend who right out of college actually got a job within four weeks right out of college which is amazing and he was complaining that he had to go to work from eight to five (laughs) and you're like (laughs) really what really really i've been doing this for you know going on three years full time and so uh, we've got to we've got to remember to complain less and be grateful more you're listening to engage magazine on american family radio we're so grateful you'll listen to the program we uh engage magazine exists to provide perspective on uh, the worldview with uh, using scripture and there's many ways you can connect with us you can go to our facebook page and follow us there or just go to EngageMagazine.net, and there you can find different ways to connect with us. We're so grateful for the audience that's tuning in today. And yeah, and you know what? Jobs. Here's the thing: if uh, if you're enjoying these programs, if you're enjoying listening, whether you're on radio or whether you listen to us on podcasts, give us your feedback. If you have an idea for a program, you can let us know. You can reach to us, reach out to us uh, on any of our social media, or uh, sending us an email to EngageFAQ at AFA.net. Uh, any of those different ways, connect with us. We want to hear from you. Now, Wesley, um, there is a project out called the Theology of Work Project, and I did an article in this for the journal. Uh, We'll try to post that up to our social media later. Um, But basically what it says is everything that you do, no matter what your job is, there's a way to do it to the glorification of God. And and I think that as millennial Christians, if we're going to be talking about applying a biblical worldview to everything that we do, that has to come into our careers. And, you know, like your friend, (laughs) I got to tell you, man— Coming out of college, I spent over a year before I came to AFA and actually started working in my field, which was writing. Right. Um, I went to a place called Mill Creek, uh, which is a a behavioral center for kids that are in um, pretty dire trouble. And I worked there for over a year because I could not find a job in writing. So let me just encourage you out there. If you're out there and you recently graduated, this is your last summer, or you've been looking for a job all summer long— Whatever the case may be, don't get discouraged, but also find something that pays the bills. Right. Don't look at anything as beneath you, Uh uh, whether it's flipping burgers or whether it's cleaning toilets or whether it's changing oil. Go do it, and then in your off time, go look for the job that you want. Yeah, because in all cases, you think about in Scripture, all the examples that— uh, you have to be beneath before you can be above. You know, oh, you, have to, yeah. you have to be able to be able to be willing to do something that maybe not necessarily uh, your desire. But we know that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, He'll give us the desires of our hearts. Right. Well, and also look at the biblical examples that we have. I mean, you look at Moses, right? Yeah. So Moses was called to lead the Israeli people out of Egypt 
but he started as a sheep herder. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've always found that funny. What yeah. in the world did leading sheep have to do with lead? Well, there's actually a lot of yeah. correlation there. But, but you see what yeah. I'm saying? It's it's completely different because he's you know taking care of sheep, and then all of a sudden he's leading over a million people out of uh, out of slavery. Right. Um, but going back to your 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 point a while ago about how we can. Um, Whatever we're doing, we can do for the glory of God, Colossians 3.17. That's very true. You know, I think about a job that I did before I came to AFA, and that was uh, stuffing envelopes uh, at mail mm-hmm. managers here in Duplo. And I put uh, stamps on the envelopes for the glory of God. <laughs> and so I know it's possible to do. Um, and we've just got to understand that, uh, that, like you said, the theology of work, that's— um, Adam was created to work. We're created oh, yeah. well, to work. Work is a blessing. It's a bless. Yeah. Hey guys, can I add one thing? Yeah. Sure. This is our this is our producer Jeremy Wiggins. We always appreciate you. What's up? Um, I think also too we need to realize it's entirely biblical that to when God gives us something, He expects us to do something with it. Oh, absolutely. And if it's a little thing. He expects us to do something with it. If it's a big thing, he expects us to do something with it. But if he gives us a little thing and we treat it like a little thing, then he'll never give us big things. Right. Yeah, that's a really good point because, and that's that is a really big question that I know my friends have asked, and we've had several discussions about. And it's this idea of how okay, we all have things in work that we don't like, right? right? I mean, let let's just be very real here. Sure. Uh, here at AFA, you are director of donor relations. Uh, I'm the managing editor of Engage. I'm also a writer for the Journal. There are parts of our jobs it's we difficult. just don't like. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what they are. You don't need to know that. <laughs> but there are things that I don't enjoy. So how do we do that? Like Jeremy was saying, those things that we don't necessarily enjoy, those things that we don't really like doing, but how do we do them with the energy, focus, and zeal as this is something God has given me to do? Mm-hmm. So what do, you, what do you say to that, Wesley? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> Put you on the spot it, here. No, that's okay. No, I really think we need to understand to be faithful because, like I said, there's, there's seasons in life, and, there, and it may not be something if – it's, if it's dead set against something that – you desire to do then then i believe that you can pray and, and the lord will provide another opportunity but or he may even give you a passion for it may give, or may give you a passion for it but the thing is we should not um we should not look that look at that as an opportunity that god can teach us so much through difficult times i, I completely agree and and you know and i go back to dirty jobs um <laughs> i was recently uh, mike rose got a, a video out on prager university on YouTube. And one thing he talks about is a guy who he said, you know, I didn't really want to go to college. Um, I saw all of my friends going to college. They were putting off their careers for four years. I wanted to start working. So I looked for opportunities. And what he found was um, septic tank repair. (laughs) And he said, you know what? I hated it. I did not enjoy doing it. But all of a sudden I started it because it was a job. It was paying the bills. It was good work. And all of a sudden I found myself being very passionate about other people's Septic tanks. <laughs> wow. Well, if you're looking for a job and you're searching for a yep. job, like you just mentioned and others, there's a really good article up on EngageMagazine.net by Chris Woodward, EngageMagazine.net, called Searching for Jobs. And he provides some really good um, ways to search for jobs. Uh, he understands that employment is tough nowadays, but you can go to your local newspapers, one of the places he looked at, for mm-hmm. free. I mean, there's a lot of job places, applications, you have to pay a certain amount of fee, whether right. it's monthly or not. To help you, but that's one way that you can do that. You know, also, I don't know how much time we got here, so we may have to wait, talk about this next program or next segment. But I have a friend who was uh, started work 
and then became a Christian and then thought, well, because he's a Christian, he had to go into ministry. He just mm-hmm. felt that 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 natural pull. And I talked to him about it. He was like, really want to do ministry. I was like, is that what God's calling you to do or is that something you want to do? And right. Well, and also, question. you know, there is a, there is something to be said about seeing your work as a ministry. Sure. You know, there again, we've talked we talked about everything, you know, everything that we do, doing it all for the glory of God. Right. Well, the reason we do that is because we wear the banner of Christ, right? right? We wear the name of Christ everywhere we go and everything we do. So what we do and how we work is not just a reflection on us, but it's a reflection on the on the Savior that we claim. Yeah, I think we can live in such a way and we can work. We can put, like I said, the example I use, we can put stamps on, on, mm-hmm. on an envelope in such a way that people around us want to know, like, why are you so excited about this? Or maybe why are you why are you persistent through this during difficult times? And I've had people during that time I was in, I was able to influence many people around me. Yeah, and we're gonna in the next segment we're gonna invite uh, Myra Gilmore, who is an intern for Engage, and we're gonna talk about just the importance of learning how to work. In everything we've said up to this point, the one thing that has been constant that we've not mentioned is humility. We all need to be humble with what God has given us. So stay tuned. We're gonna come back with Myra Gilmore. 